0: Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. Let's go ahead and go to uh, Galatians 3. I, I just won't forget it. I'm just saying I won't forget. I happened once. Amen. You know it's true. All right. I'm not sure what happened for the rest of that game, but... Galatians y'all there? Galatians chapter 3. And I want you to find verse I believe it's 10 as I'm opening my my notes now. What a powerful service we've been having thus far. You all ready for the word? Oh, yeah. Wonderful Galatians chapter 3. Verse 13. And they're going to put that up as well. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, "Cursed is everyone who hung on a pole or a tree, says another version. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus. So that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. We're going to read verse 14 together, whatever version you have. Read it right out loud. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Father, thank you for what you did in the first service, what you'll do now. Move in power. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Curses and blessings are real, and we've preached that to you and declared it over all the years that we've been pastoring here in this beautiful, loving congregation. I want to talk to you today and preach to you a message very simply called Own It. So I want you to say that. I'm going to own it. Three keys to making the blessing of God yours. Three keys to making the blessing of God yours. Jesus, through his death and his resurrection, potentially broke the curse off of your life. What do you mean by that? Well, he broke the curse off of your life, but the same is true if we were to say and quote the scripture, whoever knows the truth, who never has freedom, the sun the sets free, who is free indeed. If you know the truth, you will be set free. But if you don't know the truth, even though it is true, it's not your personal truth, and you make it yours, then you won't be free. So even though today it's declared before God and his angels, before Satan and his demons, it's forever recorded in history that the price for your sin and mine was paid. In John 10 and 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come that you might have life and life to the full. So the thief comes to steal and kill, but God has come that you would have life. Life. Blessing. The blessing of God. The blessing of God. But the blessing of God is contingent upon you obeying God. So when I say the curse is potentially broken, it is broken for those of you who receive it, walk in it. But if you still stay up in your pornography, then you're not going to walk in the blessing. I'm going to go over here. If, If you still stay stuck in fornication, and still refuse to tithe, still refuse to obey. Are you in shock? Are you okay? You all right? Did I step in something? Then you don't have the blessing of God. So I'm offended. Well, I'm trying to help you. Jesus spoke words that offended. I'm just trying to get you free. So Jesus, through his death, breaks all curses. I love Colossians 2 and 14. Having canceled the written code with its regulations that was against us, He stood opposed to us. He took it away, nailed it to a cross. So it's like, it's like if you have a giant record and you're going to face prison for life. And he comes and he takes that away and he nails it on a cross and says, your debt's paid. That's what the gospel is. That's what the good news is. Because of what Jesus has done, we as Gentiles, and most of us are Gentiles, not everyone here is a Gentile. What is that? A Gentile is anybody other than a Jew. So he's writing to Gentiles here in Galatia. So he says, as Gentiles, you can receive the blessing of Abraham. But the truth is, all of us are grafted and adopted because of his blood, because of his resurrection. So... The blessing of Abraham. I pray it almost every single time we're together when we receive our tithes. I pray that we would receive the blessing of Abraham, that God blessed Abraham in all things, that we would be blessed in all things so that we might be a what? So I might be a blessing, right? What is the blessing of Abraham? We do have notes for you. You can get that through the app or you can raise your hand if you haven't received that from the ushers. What is the blessing of Abraham? Because many times you say, well, you're just blessed. We use these Christian terminology. How are you doing, brother? I'm praising the Lord. How are you doing? I'm praising God. What are you doing today? I'm just gleaning from the goodness of the Lord. I mean, people don't even understand what gleaning is. Most people don't even know what blessing, what blessing is. What is the blessing of Abraham? The blessing of Abraham is defined in Genesis, so I want you to go there. Genesis chapter 24 and verse 1 says this. Abraham was Old, well advanced in years, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. So the first, def- the first aspect of the multi- many facets of the blessing of Abraham, the first facet, is that God blessed him in everything. What do you mean? It means when it came time to park his camel, there was a spot there. It means when there's famine, he was all good. It means when he needed water, he was able to find it. It means that his marriage was blessed. It means everywhere he went, he he had it going on. He was rolling deep. For those of you that know what that means. God blessed Abraham in every way. In Genesis 25, verse 7 and 8, I want you to go there, and I'm going to read a couple different versions. The NIV says in Genesis 25, a little bit more monitor if you would, Genesis 25, verse 7 and 8 Seven Altogether, Abraham lived 170, that's old, 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age. A little bit more monitor if you can. I heard it louder out there. I didn't hear it louder right here. If you can, please check. Good, perfect. Fantastic. You're awesome. Appreciate you. Amplified version says, Genesis 25, verse 7 and 8, the days of Abraham's life was 175 years. Now, this is the amplified version, so it, it might be just a little bit loud. <laughs> then Abraham's spirit was released, <laughs> and he died at a good, ample, full, old age. An old man, satiated, satisfied and he was gathered to his people. The, the New Living Translation says, Abraham lived 175 years. He died at a ripe old age. Having lived long and satisfying life. Part of the blessing of Abraham is that you would live a long life. Somebody say, I'm going to live a long, satisfied life. Say that. I'm going to live a long, satisfied life. So God blessed Abraham in all things. And when we look at Galatians 3, it says, because of what Jesus has done, you can live a long, satisfied life. Say it. I'm going to live a long, satisfied life. Amen. I'm going for 120 years, preaching, praying, prophesying, Full of fire, full of zeal. I'm only just gonna just be old and skipping around like a like a like a fattened calf up in this place. Can somebody say amen? amen. Turn to Deuteronomy 28. Now God gave Abraham the covenant blessings he promised to Israel through Moses. So you'll see. You'll see Moses and Abraham, you see these covenant promises, Deuteronomy 28, and I'm going to go through from verse 1 to 14 quickly. Verse 1 of Deuteronomy 28, Write in your notes. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You know what that means? That means you're going to have elevation. That means you're going to be promoted. Listen, I want to tell you, and it don't get all offended at me, every job I've ever had, everything I've ever done, including in the kingdom, in other words, I worked outside the church, and then I eventually went on into full-time ministry, everything I have ever done, I was, in Christ, before that, not so much, isn't that right, mom, oh, yes. yes, okay, we better go over here, we God. Promoted. I was promoted, 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 always elevated, always promoted, always getting raises, always, oh, picked, oh, oh, pick pick, pick Bracken, Bracken can do it. I mean, over and over and over and over and over. Then when I went into ministry, same thing. Part of the um, the factors of of the characteristics of the kingdom, pardon me, is growth, is promotion. It's a little, it's a mustard seed and it becomes a tree. God wants to promote you. Say that. God wants to promote you. He wants to bless you. The blessing of Abraham. If you don't see that in your life, now I'm not saying you don't face mountains. You face mountains, you face obstacles, and they melt like wax in his presence. You go through trials and you come out the side with victory, victory, victory. You have battles. It's not an unbiblical thing to have battles, to have challenges. To have fights, come on, submit to God, resist the devil. That means if you're resisting the devil, that means the devil's antagonizing someone. But resist the devil and he will flee. Is an unbiblical thing to lose. It's an unbiblical thing to lose. You're going to have battles. You're going to have difficulty. You're going to have challenges. Some of you, you get your own mouth in trouble. You're constantly speaking curses over yourself and you wonder why you're just jacked up. Come on, someone say, I'm headed for a promotion. Yeah, because you've got Jesus, that's why. You're going to be promoted. Congratulations on your new promotion. Just say your neighbor tell your neighbor congratulations on your new promotion. It is a biblical thing. That when you serve God the blessing of Abraham because of Christ. Now we're going to define this a little bit cuz you can't go home kick your dog and curse your wife and expect to be blessed cuz you call yourself a Christian and went to church today. It was like three or four amens. Look at two. Defining the blessing of Abraham here. You'll be blessed wherever you are, wherever, whatever you do. Verse three. You'll be blessed in the city. Blessed in the country or blessed in the field. So when it's cold outside, you will have the month of May. (laughs) Ah. Oh, it sound beautiful talking about my God. It's like a bunch of cows out there. Ooh. Ooh. All right, all right, we're let's move on. <laughs> blessed, the blessing of God, blessed in the city, blessed in the field. Ah! All right, 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 that's right. I don't know where Pastor Karen She's gone. The whole service is in trouble. My wife left. <laughs> I have a tendency to dance occasionally. My wife has given me correction. Sometimes, you know, as I'm a public speaker, I'm a pastor, I'm really seeing myself as a public speaker, but sometimes we do, you can do things that can end up being a hindrance to people hearing what you're trying to tell them. So there's, on occasion, I will break out in some new dance of mine, and uh, she would tell me, don't ever do that again. So, so she says, when you want to dance, just put your fist up and just go like this. Like, okay. okay. She's like, sometimes it's it's it just doesn't look right. Look at three. Talk talking about the blessing of Abraham. When it's cold outside, sorry. Prosperity. Everybody say prosperity. (laughs) Listen, if you can't have fun in church, there's something seriously wrong. you got to enjoy going to church and to be fun learning about God. The mortuaries down the street. If you don't feel life, if you don't receive a touch from God, if something doesn't change or swirl on the inside of you, come on, and then it's just cold, dead, torn up, dried up religion, lacking power. If you leave this place and your life's not touched, your life's not changed, you go to the next level in God, then... It's not my fault. We've prayed through, I believe. When it's cold outside, prosperity. Three. This comes from Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse four. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land, verse five, your your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. I used to have a kneading trough. I got rid of it and lost weight. Verse 8. The Lord will send on you a blessing. He'll bless your barns and everything that you put your hand, everything you put your hand to will prosper. Quit belly aching and partnering with a, with a lying spirit. With, believe the promise. Come on, I'm going to be blessed. I'm going to be blessed. You wake up in the morning, you might feel like a piece of gum on the bottom of the devil's shoe. Get up, look yourself square in your baby blues or in your eyes and look in the mirror and just say, I'm blessed. I'm going to prosper. I'm going to be promoted. I got the blessing of Abraham every curse is broken i've got divine healing come on i'm blessed blessed oh when it's cold outside i've got the month of may i guess you say what <laughs> my god talking about my god Come on, hallelujah. Come on, look at your neighbor and say you're going to prosper. Somebody say, are you a prosperity preacher? Well, I'm sure not a poverty preacher. I just preached the word of God unadulterated. And we endeavor to give you truth. Why? Because God wants to help you, wants you to walk in the blessing, and you're going to have to own it. you got to own it. He told the children of Israel, go on into the promised land and dispossess. Those who were there. Judgment is full. The sin of the Amorites has come to completion. Go ahead and evict them. They still had to go in and evict them. So these promises are yours through Christ. But you have to, what they say in Uganda, Twala. They do have a cool Ugandan dance. I think I do it pretty good. It's kind of like this. Oh, you didn't see that? All right, here you go. Everybody say, twala. That's Ugandan for take it now. So God's given you these precious promises, but you have to take it. Some of you are resting on the sovereignty of God, and he's like, man, I've given you everything. I've given you my word. I've given you my name. I've given you my spirit, the same spirit that raised my son from the dead. Go take it. Go evict the intruder. Go evict them. Evict them. Take it so when sickness wants to laugh at you, Or like you feel like that gum on the bottom of a shoe in the morning. No matter what you look, feelings are overrated. Quit living by your feelings. Rise up, look yourself in the face, and begin to speak the truth of God's word. I'm blessed. Some of you destroy your life through your mouth. I'm not looking at anybody. I'm looking up at the screen. If you're feeling convicted, that's all on you. You want to feel better, just take your fist and just kind of go like this. Victory, talking, of def- defining the blessing of Abraham, number four, victory. Verse seven, the Lord will grant that your enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They come in you from one direction and they'll flee from you, seven. Yeah. Verse 10 of Deuteronomy 28, then all the people of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord. See, you should have such victory, such prosperity, such blessing that are people like, so where are you from? Uh-huh, uh, where'd you grow up? What do you do? How are you actually doing that? How how is it that 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 you're seemingly untouched by by the plague? How is it that you're prospering in a place where it's just like it? How, how are you doing that? How are you doing that? And then you can say, "It's Jesus. I live for Him, and I've got the blessing of God on my life. You can have it too. Here, take my hand. Repent of your sin. Believe on Jesus. Receive Him as your Lord and Savior. That's the first step. Which we'll talk to. Those are part of the three keys. That's key number one. Get born again, man." Get born again. Victory. Everybody say victory. Victory in Jesus. Forever. He bought me with his redeeming. It's that cow section right there. Do you hear that? Victory in Jesus, my Savior. For put your hands up. <laughs> he saw me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. Saw me and I knew it, and all my love is to him. He punched me into victory. Beneath, come on, praise break. Stand up on your feet. Come on, victory in Jesus, my Savior salt me, Assault me. Yeah, and he bobbed me with his, his redeeming blood, blood. he blood. loved me and, and, I and i knew him and all my love is through him. him he plunged me to, to victory, victory beneath the cleansing blood it again. victory oh. in jesus my savior forever oh. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me and I knew him. And all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You can be seated. You say enemies, you have enemies? Statistically, there's only two or three people that like you anyway. So who really cares? Hopefully, some of those are your family. I think the ratio might be higher here at our church. Oh, people that love you. Somebody said, uh, hey, pastor, I saw cigarette butts out in front of the church. I'm like, no kidding. There are hypocrites that come to church, they smoke, and I think there's people that drink here, too. Like, man, if you, I heard one guy say, if you don't have cigarette butts out in front of your church, you ain't doing nothing. If you don't see a 40-ouncer in the trash can every so often. Some of you don't even know what a 40-ouncer is. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, Oh, holy ones. Victory in Jesus, my Savior, for He sobbed me and He bled me with His redeeming, precious blood. off the rails, 1229, Jesus help me right now, sit down Haggerty, you're all right, (laughs) victory, everybody say victory, man we almost gonna make this a two-part series right here, we are, Stand up on your feet. Come to the keys. Come on, lift your hands. You can have victory. Come on, lift your hands to Jesus all across this place. Come on. Yes. 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 Come on, lift your voice to Jesus. You have the blessing of God. You have blessing of Abraham because of what Jesus has done for you. Oh, I have to share one more point. It's on there below somewhere. It's positional blessings and appropriated blessings. Listen carefully. Daniel, please come to the platform. This is my handsome 16-year-old son. Okay, this is my son. His name is Daniel also, Daniel Jr. He's blessed because he's a part of my house. So as he grew as a child, he was blessed. He never, have never gone for any lack of food, right? Right. <laughs> he always had a roof over his head. He's always been loved. He's been raised in a house that's filled with worship, Mostly oh, you all never had a fight, y'all. just perfect. My wife is of Mediterranean descent. (laughs) Anyway, he's lived under positionally. He's blessed because he's in my house. And let me just say that I'm blessed because you're my son. That didn't happen by accident. He's learned now that not just positional blessings, he has a car. He gets to drive a car, truck, the clothes on his back, I, I purchased and made, I made. I bought all those. Not all his sneakers, because I ain't down like that, but he buys his own. And I let him do it, because they're size 12, just in case he goes to a 13, they're all mine. Come on, somebody say amen. Same size shoe. It's called good stewardship. Once he comes 13, we're going to help you wheel that now. He's a good steward. He's got money in the bank. He's a hard worker. See, now what's happening, he's not just blessed because he's my son. He's blessed because he's choosing it. He's appropriating the blessing. Now listen, just because you came to church and you're born again doesn't mean you're going to walk in all the favor, victory, prosperity, the, 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 the elevation that comes from the Lord. That's not how that works. It's yours if you take it and you appropriate it. Now when you're a baby, okay, you know, we're going to provide everything. Now what's happening? He's doing his own work on becoming a better drummer. He's going to school. He's working. He could, he wouldn't because he wants the blessing of God. He's, appropri, he, he's appropriating the blessing. Positioning his blessed because he's in my house. Listen, thank you, son. You're blessed because you're if you're born again and you're in Christ, that's where it starts. Then you have to appropriate it you appropriating it, is by living for him with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. You appropriating it is making no provision for the flesh thereof. You appropriating is pushing yourself away from pornography and perversion, pushing yourself away from idolatry, pushing yourself away from greed and that anger problem that you have. You appropriating it is getting, putting yourself in a position to stand and declare healing, declare prosperity, declare the blessing, declare victory. You have to push back every other life you've got to evict demonic intruders you have to cause the Canaanites to be kicked out of your promised land you have to possess the promise it doesn't just happen did you get that? more next week if the Lord leads us that way every head bowed every eye closed if you're not right with God in this place and you want to be reconciled to him there is a hell to shun and a heaven to gain if that's you you want to receive your Jesus as your Lord and Savior or you want to recommit because you drifted, you know you have compromised. You want to come home today. You say, That's me, Pastor. You say, If that's you, slip your hand up all across this place. Those in the Philippines, you ain't right with God, don't play. Don't play. You want to get right with God? Come on, toilet. Got to own it. Own it. It's the first step. You want to get right with God? Lift your hands high. You want to get right with God. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift your hand high. God bless you. Quit playing. God bless you, God bless you. Don't play church. I'll preach so hard you'll hate it. You're feeling conviction? That's God. Change your life. It's the first day of the rest of your life. You don't have to stay bound. You don't have to stay addicted. You don't have to live in defeat. You can walk in the blessings of Almighty God because of what Jesus has done for you. If you raise your hand and you're serious about it or you didn't and you know you need to respond, Quickly, come to the front right now. Meet me right here. We're going to pray all together. Come. There's others coming. Come on. Come on quickly. Don't think about it. Come on. They're coming from all over. You raise your hand. Come. Come on. Come. Come on. Come. Come right up front. Hallelujah. Come. Holy Spirit. on the inside of you turn to the person on the right now. yet the person on the right and the person on the left of you say are you right with God if you're not come on I'll go up with you ready set go awesome. come on come come on come hallelujah let's pray this right out loud and our service will be concluded Father thank you for these now pray right after me say dear heavenly Father Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place and to rise again from the grave for me. Come into my heart. Come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. Thank you for your death. Thank you for your resurrection. I receive all of the blessings of God in my life now. I break the bonds the chains of every curse by the blood of Jesus and the finished work of the cross. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Let me pray for you, Holy Spirit, I pray. Fill and touch right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Come on, lift your hands to heaven all across this place a moment longer and our service is concluded. Holy Spirit, come and fill and touch every heart. Lord, touch those online. Touch the Philippines again. A wave of your power in the Philippines right now. All across this great world of ours. Those on those on YouTube. Those that are listening even later by podcast. In the name of Jesus. Touch and break every curse, every bondage. Lord, thank you that you've done that positionally. We now are going to appropriate that. I'm going to do what I need to do to walk in the blessings of God. Say that. I'm going to do what I need to do to walk in the blessings of God. Say it again. I'm going to do what I need to do to walk in the blessings of God. And thank you for the strength and the power to do it by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, I hope you got something from God. Let me close in prayer. Father, bless your people. Cause your face to shine upon us. Lift up your countenance towards us. Be gracious to us, Lord. Keep us and give us peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.